This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Krasowski, Communications Manager at RMA. RMA's Financial Technology and Automation Committee recently drafted a thought leadership white paper titled The New Normal, Digital Asset Corporate Actions. Through the paper, RMA aims to facilitate prompt discussion of emerging technologies that help transform securities lending's end-to-end workflow. The committee's approach to tackling this subject included conducting a case study of events around Overstock.com's recent digital dividend and the actions taken by market participants. A survey of leading market participants was also conducted to better understand how the digital dividend impacted the securities lending industry. Today, I'm joined by RMA's Global Markets Risk and Securities Lending Director, Fran Garrett, who will discuss the paper in more detail and offer some key findings from the survey. Fran, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Steve. So, Fran, can you provide a little background on Overstock.com's recent stock dividend? On May 19th of 2020, this year, Overstock.com completed the first distribution of a digital dividend with the use of digital assets. Uh, This digital issuance was the first of its kind, which was also not a straightforward process. Uh, I would encourage you to read the white paper uh, that we released in September, but Back in July 30th of 2019, Overstock.com declared a dividend payable in shares of its digital voting series. You know, to further complicate things, on August 22nd of 2019, the CEO, Patrick Byrne of Overstock, resigned. It's had its difficulties. Uh, Russell and S&P announced in September of 2019 that they would not be reflecting the event in their indices and it, it would not be making any changes to their underlying indices in relation to the event. In September of 2019, September 18th, Overstock.com postponed a previously announced September 23rd record date. And then on September 24th of that year, uh, Overstock.com filed with the SCC for registration of its Series A1 digital preferred stock. A few other things happened in, in the interim, which is in the white paper, and then on May 19th, they completed it. And then on May 28th of 2020, uh, T0 announced that the broker-dealer Choice Trade and an unnamed investment bank focused on institutional brokerages were now live and trading on the T0 alternative trading system. So what prompted you to have the committee draft a white paper and industry survey? So the RNA Financial Technology and Automation Committee, uh, which focuses on just what it says, technology, automation, and innovation in general, and you know this dig- digital asset naturally piqued the committee's curiosity. Uh, shortly after the dividend announcement, Overstock was heavily discussed within this, the securities lending industry. And as the industry was trying to figure out what to do with this corporate action, it quickly became evident that there was not a playbook for such an event. And as such, we saw a number of different outcomes in managing this distribution which would prove an operationally disruptive event for the industry. Uh, The disruptive nature of the event prompted the RMA committee to write a white paper calling for the awareness and the need for market participants to work together towards setting an industry best practice. 
as it is likely that there will be more of these events in the future. You know, as part of the white paper, we did an industry survey, which was a way for us to objectively gather facts on how major market participants reacted and therefore to gauge the disruptiveness of this event. So Fran, as a result of the growing value of cryptocurrencies, interest in digital assets within the traditional asset lending space was high. Despite this interest, security tokens were traded on only two exchanges, Open Finance and T0. What attributed to these activity levels? So security tokens are still in its embryonic phase of their development, which explains their current activity level. The question should therefore be about what needs to happen for this infrastructure to develop and mature. A first element of answer came through recently with the SEC publishing a no action letter, which clarifies the role and responsibilities of brokers in a digital asset transaction. There is also a function of scale and liquidity, which are prerequisites for any or most large financial institutions. Uh, if you take the example of Overstock, their digital asset had been trading on T0 for many months. However, only at a fraction of the liquidity of the common stock. There was also questions and even concerns from the industry about the initial model, which consisted in opening an account with Dinosaur Financial Group in order to access the T0 trading platform. And you needed that in order to trade this one particular asset. Fran, what were some of the key findings from the survey? Uh, the key finding from the survey was the lack of a harmonized way to manage this event, which led to tangible disruption. Uh, the survey was sent to 39 market participants that included beneficial owners, agent lenders, and borrowers. And we received 31 uh, responses. So 54% of the agent lenders who owned Overstock.com decided to recall outstanding loans and restrict lending over the record date. Uh, in most cases, this course of action was driven by the concerns over the operational processing of such a distribution far exceeding its inherent value. Another statistic worth mentioning is 46% of the lenders who owned Overstock.com shares decided to continue lending over the record date. 82% of these lenders received cash in lieu of payments. Uh, no respondents said they received the digital assets as a manufactured dividend. And while processing of these cash in lieu of payments was deemed straightforward, there were still challenges regarding the valuation of the digital asset, the legal terms, and also uh, the client communication. Uh, on the borrower side, 80% uh, of the borrowers did not borrow over the record date. Uh, this was driven by two main reasons. Uh, half of the respondents mentioned that this was an internal decision not to be exposed to the distribution. The other half saw their shorts covered prior to the record date. What were some areas of most concern to market participants? So areas of most concern to market participants, I think, can be categorized uh, in the following way. So the first would be access. Uh, publicly sh traded shares normally are freely tradable across exchanges. Uh, broker dealers have their established network, uh, the piping, the routers, and the dealers to achieve the best execution. However, uh, the status quo is being disrupted because of a condition of the Overstock.com digital dividend. Uh, the holders must trade the asset exclusively on the T0 platform. And, you know, I think the GTS CEO, Ari Rubenstein, personified the feeling of much of Wall Street when he said, America's market system is not based on dictating the trading revenue and charging exorbitant fees. And limiting trading to one venue, limited number of broker dealers as of this 
podcast uh, may prompt fair criticism that making the sale of such securities difficult and expensive is to the detriment of the investors. Uh, I think the impact on short selling. So during his tenure, the CEO of Overstock, Patrick Byrne, has openly combated short sellers. Uh, intentional or not, the digital asset distribution triggered short covers that coincided with a very steep rally days before the initial record date of September 2019, uh, thereby pointing towards a short squeeze. Uh, the theory behind the squeeze comes down to the obligation a short seller faces to pass dividends back to the lender of the shares. Uh, back in September 2019, there were many unanswered questions on how to pass on a digital dividend, which in turn triggered several market participants to take action to reduce the risks related to this distribution, including lenders recalling shares out on loan ahead of record date. Uh, when the distribution eventually took place in May 2020, market participants took different approaches to handle this event. Uh, some agreed to receive an equivalent value in cash of the digital dividend, and others decided not to lend overstock over the record date thereby reducing liquidity available in that name. The third I would categorize as ownership of stock. Uh, it is a well-known benefit that using distributed ledger technology solutions is in the inherent chain of ownership. You know, the chain of ownership, the transactions, and the transparency. Today, while the custodial market share may be owned by a few of the world's largest custodians, the market is still saturated with many other custodians and transfer agents. And they will have different systems, standards, and channels, resulting in ambiguity with respect to security ownership. That is amplified in the securities lending uh, when the securities are lent, sold, and substituted. The Dole Food buyout. Uh, is an example where over 49 million shares were claimed when there were only 36 million shares outstanding. This results in disputes regarding shareholder ownership, and it resulted in a $115 million settlement. So Fran, what are the benefits of using distributed ledger technology solutions? So I would say a distributed ledger provides an effective real-time track record of ownership making it easy to attribute relevant entitlements such as dividend payment. It can also act as a gold copy or single source of truth, helping the entire industry to become much more efficient by reducing the number of reconciliations and maybe even eliminating the need for them as breaks would be immediately identified and dealt with. I believe this is relevant if you think about or consider a distributed ledger solution as truly placed at the center of the securities lending ecosystem. Fran, to wrap up, what are the next steps for the industry with regard to digital assets? So I think the industry must come together, uh, considering that digital assets may be a new normal and decide on how best to prepare. I would say that understanding how to influence change at your organization and discussing solutions is a starting point. You know, organizations must build a perspective on how it affects securities finance and how to align themselves accordingly. The RMA Financial Technology and Automation Committee is seizing upon this opportunity to not only solve an industry issue of processing digital dividends, but also to consider creating an industry playbook on how to tackle other new issues of first impression as they inevitably occur in this ever-disruptive industry. Fran, this has certainly been an informative discussion. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks again for the opportunity. If anyone would like to read the paper in its entirety, please visit RMA's website at www.rmahq.org or read it in the November edition of the RMA Journal. Thank you.